Welcome to Keeping Up With Trends. This is Fred Rezac, Senior Trading Strategist here at CM Trading. We're joined with Sergio Davids. So what do we have on the list today, Sergio? Hey, Fred. Well, it's been a big week for the stock market, you know, hitting new highs. And I thought we could chat about, you know, what that means and what that means for traders. And of course, earnings season continues with some major companies releasing earnings today, first February, and that includes Apple, Amazon, and Meta, or the artist formerly known as Facebook. So, what does it mean for the stock market to be reaching new highs? So, um, well, number one, it's very exciting. Number two, um, it's really triggered by this stuff of AI. And remember, yeah. the, the financial markets are always a future market. They're not in the right. present. They're six months ahead. So the anticipation that we're, the market is expanding as opposed to the market just doing nothing uh, is a very big optimism by the market. Now, we are going into an election year in the next right. six months. So if you think about it, you know, July, August, um, things will start cooking up when it comes to who's going to be the next candidate. Now, there's going to yeah. be a lot of stuff that's going to happen between now and then. However, the companies are, and we left this on the last podcast after we covered IBM and Tesla. Right. It's company specific. Like yesterday or the other day, you know, uh, Microsoft came out with their, oh, we spoke about Microsoft, but uh, who was it the other day um, that came out? Google came out with their earning reports. Yeah, Microsoft Amazon and came out. Google. So, um, you know, nothing's really changed. It's business as usual. Consumer spending is still uh, at a healthy level right now. So the markets are not overreacting to the fact that the Fed is still keeping interest rates so high. Um, that played a big factor. FOMC kept interest rates yesterday at the level, the current level that they're in. And they kind of mentioned that come March, they're not going to lower it. Oh, so, wow. So with that said, you know, the markets kind of reacted negatively to it and sold off. The question is, and this is what's going to be the proof in the pudding, if the markets uh, bounce back, they're just shrugging it off and people are much more optimistic than we originally thought. So it's, it's um, interesting because um, help me out here, because how, why is there a bit of a disconnect between you got high interest rates, or rather, interest rates have now remained the same, and you've you got high inflation, right? It stayed the same, but we've got a record high stock market. So why is there a bit of a disconnect? So you know, I, I mean, I don't think the stock market really reflects the bigger picture of the country um, and small businesses who don't come up to the radar of the stock market. I think the stock market is more reflective of the big companies that are sitting on lots of cash, lots and lots and lots of cash, maybe disproportionately from other countries uh, of how much cash they're holding. So, you know, we're looking at Apple as a producer of computers and, you know, electronic products, but Apple is also an investing company. Um, right. And it has a lot of stats. It has a lot of cash in it. So any one of these companies, by sheer fact that they're sitting on so much equity, it works towards their favor. They're almost like 
they're, they're, they're their own entity, you know, they're their own, you know, personal entity. So, you know, we're looking at something from completely different vantage point because of the current situation. That's fascinating. And I mean, there's going to be lots of potential for, for traders, especially today. I mean, let me pick your brain on, we've got major, major companies today, the first FIP, right? I mean, mm-hmm. I think we've spoken about Apple beforehand, but you were mentioning that, you know, um, Apple's an investing company. And it's funny enough, over the past year, they've been buying up AI companies like crazy. I mean, obviously they know, and Microsoft knows, this is the direction we're going in. But uh, what are your thoughts on Apple? So interestingly enough, Sergio, when I was back in the States just recently, I switched from yeah. Android to Apple. I did it. What? <laughs> I have repented okay. for my sins. Oh, my word. Okay. Okay. So, I was just so, kidding. I so mean, goodbye to Android. Okay. Well, wow. listen, I mean, I'll tell you what it is. It's... Uh, it's it's something that I've been meaning to do for quite a long time, um, and yeah. I, I I was always you know hesitant to you know pick up you know an Apple phone because I always felt like it was a little bit more extravagant than the regular phone. <laughs> I've owned a Look, OnePlus. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And I've owned a so, Samsung S8, which is pretty old uh, think, by now. I think a lot of people. Um, believe that Apple is, you know, an aspirational brand. You know, it says you've made it. Oh, it's that like what the Android devices it? are. Yeah, I believe so, especially in Africa. You know, oh, and, wow. and China shows it. You know, it's their phone of choice. So, Interesting. yeah, it's it's very much an aspirational brand. Anything Apple is, you know, aspirational. aspirational. Super well, expensive. But listen, I think Apple does a wonderful job at. It's like Bill Gates said it um, when he was up in a panel with with Steve Jobs. And they know each other for, you know, by this time, they know each other for about 30, (laughs) who knows, years. Um, And and they've developed a relationship together. And he says about uh, Steve Jobs, he said, I wish I had Steve's taste. I wish I had his (laughs) finesse and his taste. And... You know, and, and the company really reflects both of them. You know, like I, I, you look at Bill Gates and he wears these, you know, geeky, ca- cocky kind of shoot pants. <laughs> and he's he blue, sh- blue jersey with blue shirt. Yeah. Yeah. Blue he's jersey, blue shirt. <laughs> Over. Hey, listen, I remember. I too remember big of a glasses the... on his face. You know, always that huge <laughs> glasses. He looked like, and he got that smirky yeah grin on his face that he's you know the smartest guy in the room and he probably is because <laughs> he was and you know i mean but still at is. the same time you know <laughs> and you have steve jobs that comes into the room with jeans and a t-shirt you know and a pair of sneakers yeah. and, and just, then there uh, was that weird uh what do you call it um uh, not polos what do you call them um uh it goes up to your neck remember he, he always used to wear Yes, this turtleneck, the black turtleneck. Right, the you know? the, <laughs> the mock shirt. Was, and then it became, listen, I remember back in the day, and we're talking the 90s year, where Bill Gates, you know, opened for the first Xbox launch. You know, he was physically there 
at um I forget the store, but to you know, to sign and and hand over the first lot of Xboxes. Which, you know, I mean that's pretty big for a CEO then. And I remember him trying to do his best and jump over a chair. And if you have the time, you know, if you've got time, just Google <laughs> Bill Gates sleeps over chair. But yeah, he's not exactly a rock star, but I'm I'm very impressed by what he's done in his later life. You know, in his Bill philanthropy. Gates? Yeah. Well, I mean, What's philanthropy? You know, I mean, it, it, it's um I think he he I think like any visionaries, I think that they have uh their kind of like their um responsibility. Yeah. Uh, and and they and they shoulder it. You know, like they really shoulder it. Like um I, I wouldn't I wouldn't call him an angel, but at the same time, you know, he's he means well for society, you know. I mean, after yeah. all, he's just a human being. Um and people err and people make mistakes and you know, if he's able to accept it, great. If not, not. I don't yeah. know what he is as a personal person. Yeah. Um but as a visionary, he's a tremendous visionary. And you see that across the board, like many of them. As Jeff Bezos, Elon Musk, um, many people today that are, you know, in that type of um, position have really contributed tremendously. Whereas previously, um, we didn't have those contributions to society. No, no, not at all. It would be a rarity. Um, You'd have to it was drive different. it. I yeah. would say it was different. I wouldn't say that it wasn't existent at all. I just think it was different. I think today they're much more in the public eye than they were before. So yeah, those are come as some of the things that come up to mind. So going back to this Apple um, you know, transition, I, I just find it being a sleeker, a little bit smoother. As my son likes to say, it's, it's the user experience that is much nicer. I mean, it's okay. small little things about it, you know, are obviously yeah. uh, much nicer to interact with. And then so, uh, move, talking yeah. about Apple, uh, the company and the stock. So the stock has sold off quite aggressively, um, you know, from its highs of 198. It's trading at 184 and had a second run to 195, uh, but then sustained it and sold off. So, um Let's see what happens. I mean, their phone sales, you know, uh, are still there. Yeah, um, still they bread and butter. Uh, which is interesting they, because about 20 years ago, it wasn't. It was just, oh, uh, yeah. you know, the original like 20 stuff. 20 years was, ago, they were nearly bankrupt. So, but I think you know, that they're amazing turnout. Yeah. I think that they are visionary and um yeah, there are they know how to complement themselves, whether or not they're gonna enter the electric car market. That's an interesting term for them. It's been going on for a while. We're all waiting with bated breath. But yeah, I remember seeing the prototype. So yeah. <laughs> um moving on to another visionary company, Amazon. What are your thoughts? So Amazon I, I think is I don't know, Amazon is just too strong. There, there's nothing. I, I can't ever see. Like, uh, it's just too strong. I, I, I am humbled by Amazon. I really am. <laughs> I mean, I don't even know Jeff Bezos would have thought that he would have gotten to where he is today. But, um, selling books. 
Well, selling books online. Selling and books online <laughs> to becoming the world's richest person. That's another great documentary to watch. You know, all these great companies became, you know, great just from starting in a garage, you know, with two or three people and barely not paying a salary and, you yep. know, so on and so forth. And listen, he's a cutthroat guy. He's not stupid. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but at the same time, he's really you know, taking a company and it doesn't have to do much with it today. Amazon is so strong. It's just so vast. So you're a trader, you're looking at two major, well, three major companies if we include Facebook today, right? What would your advice be for them? Um, And and before this, I'll preface it by saying that, you know, I like earning season, if only because it's sort of the one time where there's a bit of a level playing field. You know, everyone's going to get the company earnings at the same time. You know, yeah, but so not whether everybody you're a major hedge fund or... Yeah. yeah, but not everybody understands what the implications of what those numbers that's the thing. actually so, mean. So that's why I prefaced it by saying, you know, it's a level playing field. So what should we do with this information? Watch the trend. Well, I, you know, like, listen, I, context. Everything is in context. We're right. coming off of our all-time record highs. All these companies right. have hit all-time record highs. Uh, at some point, there's going to be a sell-off because, number one, there needs to be some profit-taking. And it's not just, you okay. know, one person doing it in his small hundred shares. I'm talking about major, you know, financial institutions that are invested in these companies. So, um you know, there's going to be a point of, but it, these companies are really resilient at the same time. Um, and can we expect the same type of growth moving forward at the same pace? I don't think so. I mean, like, how much more can you grow? Like, look at a ten year, look at a ten year chart of Apple. Look at a ten year chart yeah. of Facebook. You know, look. Well, at we ten- didn't think they'd hit. You know, trillion dollars plus, and now look. Win the two trillion, you know, area. So, so I'm saying, so they've made a huge comeback. I mean, Facebook made a huge comeback. Everybody thought it was going to go out the door. Uh, but we also have to keep an eye on this past week. There was a congressional hearing bringing some of the biggest players to uh, testify in front of Congress as to some of whether or not these companies are adding or detracting to society's best interest that's a good good point so and paying their fair share and paying their fair share for sure i mean that's you know these companies have evaded taxes in the most creative ways um yep. which is you know it's abuse on on the on the most you know simplest terms there's nothing le- yeah. more or less you can say and and if they were uh, just paying their fair share i think you'd solve a lot of you know societal problems with that new influx of, you know, tax, how we'd use it and who's going to be implementing it. That's a different (laughs) conversation. So This is is interesting. You might be interested in this, but I think it's these companies trying to get into the African market that I think is really their future success story. You know, that's that's actually a good um, point to raise, you know, in our next podcast. You know, there's been a huge influx into Africa, specifically in financial services and um, decentralized banking. You know, all these new apps that, you know, don't require a bank account, which is shaking up 
you know, traditional banking market throughout Africa. Uh, it's 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 fascinating that it's taking off in Africa specifically. But um, I'm going to raise that for the next one. So for now, what advice do you have for traders going into, you know, the first week of February 2024? So we're, you know, date is almost irrelevant because, you know, the trade, you know, the market doesn't pay attention to the date. Um, right. It should be. It, listen, it, you know, I do expect volatility in the market. I do expect the big five stocks, the FANG stocks, um, to continue trading strong, either a sell-off or a bounce or some sort of, you know, uh, correction to where they were at. Um, and so, you know, we're heading into this, you know, the middle part of the first quarter. Still things are up in the air. Um, I don't see any kind of major shift in the market right now. Uh, in terms of geopolitical challenges that we haven't already absorbed in the market. Um, so moving forward, you know, I, I do expect us to continue trading in a certain range uh, altogether. Cool. Thanks so much, Fred. And to all our listeners and viewers out there, please like, and subscribe, and follow us. And I will see everybody on the next one. Cheers. Thank you.